Welcome to Microphones of Among Us. Play? Heroes. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just going to play Among Us. The yeah. best part, the best the part about it is we're uh, not going to be showing visuals. <laughs> but I promise you, Wes is super sus. <laughs> and that goes without saying. <laughs> That's right. We are, we are playing the recent... $37 million kick-started Among Us role-playing game. <laughs> that is Wait, the what? dream, man. That is the dream. Mm, yeah, this game, that game is so fucking popular. Shortage. Wait, there's an Among Us role-playing game being kick-started? <laughs> Probably. There is now. That's why there's okay. a cardboard shortage. Look, man, if they can make a Street Fighter board game, they can make an Among Us board game. Mm. Ah, Street Fighter. Not like a good Raul Julia video game. It's not the same thing. But yes. <laughs> I'm going to refer to Street Fighter as the Raul Julia video game from now on. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you, Hey, hey Raul Julia <laughs> put in fucking work for that movie. He did. Yeah. He did. He enjoyed it. You can tell that man enjoyed the shit out of his role. That man was, was dying, right? That man yeah. was half dead. The whole reason he took the movie was because his kids, he wanted something yeah. for his kids to remember him by, and his yeah. kids really wanted him to do that movie. He, so he owed, did it, and he's like, that's the best time I ever had. Yeah, he owed every scene that movie. He's the only reason that movie is, is worth watching, because everything yeah, else is garbage. Yeah. I know. Capcom. Y'all caught that damn. Oh my god. For you, it was the worst day of your life. For me, it was Tuesday. Oh no! Bison <laughs> refers to himself only as Bison. It is Bison. It was Tuesday. So yeah, anyway, we're playing icons. <laughs> Super powered right. role playing the assembled edition by Kenton and Hauser. Hauser. This is called Balance of Power. That's right. In A flat. Why <laughs> A flat? Because that's all Steve can play. Ooh. Ouch. That's a hard key to play. Yeah, well, that's all you know. I'll take that. I'll take it. I'll take me flat. Right, so I'm not jamming this thing, so. <laughs> that was like, uh, what are we waiting for? Uh, I was waiting for the sharp tongued to be finished oh. but we're never finished so you might as well go uh, that's right because <laughs> yeah. you know, jokes always fall flat all oh. right boom boom little off-key humor for you there it's very sharp that's right we are playing icons balance of power that's because you were playing in g sharp the moment's gone <laughs> I had a mute because I'm eating a pear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you guys can tell at, if you're playing the home game what this session is going to be like. Uh, <clears throat> so, without further ado about nothing, uh, we'll get right into the introductions. Everybody will go around the table. Introduce the character. Let us hear your voice so everybody at home can keep you straight-ish. First off, his foes finished last. 
but he finishes fast. It's the fastest monk alive, Kaze. That pretty much says it all. <laughs> yeah, I'm Steve. I'm playing Shenjo Shigayori, Kaze, the fastest monk alive, in A flat. In A flat. All right, next up on the list is the powerhouse, the titan, the brawler, Reckless. Neither I or Reckless could be accused of being straight. <laughs> Bam. Bam. All right. Next up, the man out of time uh, who's always late for his own future, Chimera. Um, Jay, I'm going to be playing Chimera, and hopefully we'll have a few patents to go along from the future. Make a lot of money. Yeah. Next up on the list, the man with a mini bar in his power suit who marks off his liquor levels with an ink pen. It's Gold Guardian. If you're going to describe it like that, then I just have a direct IV line into my veins. You don't? <laughs> no, I do now. I do. It's in the life well, support system. Bar. He just see. I imagine that you it. just have these things that come down in your helmet that mixes the drink, and then the straw just uh, like goes to your mouth, and you just drink as you're going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's rookie stuff. I got the IV drip. The index Sounds finger shoots vodka. The pinky finger shoots vermouth. <laughs> yeah. And the middle finger stirs. Yeah. Um, I'm playing Rodrigo, also known as the Gold Guardian. An Iron Man style character, a suit of armor, if you will. But he's more than the suit of armor. Yeah, it's the man so in more. the suit of armor. I mean, obviously, he's also an alcoholic. So, yep. That's dashing good. Drink books. some right now. You know what? I'm gonna do that. Oh boy, LARPing here. We... Last but certainly not least, because uh, the introduction will be the longest, the oh. largest cracker. In the world. <laughs> so large, in fact, that Nabisco pays him royalties. Silver Triscuit. Slick Silver. Can we call him Silver uh, Triscuit? It's I, Kirby's mightiest hero. Who makes no exceptions as he loves all of his fans. You're also lovely. You're also lovely. Yes, played by Wesley James Young. The man, the myth, the legend. To who? And yeah, he's just leaving that. All right. Um. So we'll for, start off. Slick Silver, what is your magic? Uh, let's see. Slick Silver, current magic is uh, that would be a five. Five. Okay. Uh, when we last left the heroes, uh, Slick Silver was making his way up the stairwell to the third floor records room at Telus Global. Uh, meanwhile. The rest of the heroes had a somewhat productive meeting with uh, Dr. Manon Pert of TELUS Global, uh, who wanted to buy Rodrigo's company. Uh, they used it as a pretense to get into the building, uh, and he decided to show off his accomplishments, dropping the team off on the 13th floor, and then deciding to take an important call. So, we'll jump back over to Slick Silver real quick. Give me a an, an a willpower roll versus a six. Uh, 
Uh, let's see. Well, uh, willpower, that's a 13. That's a 13. Okay, so you managed to uh, hold on to your invisibility uh, after all the waiting for the elevator and the climb to the third floor. Uh, now, the question is, since you are... <clears throat> excuse me. Since you are invisible, how are you approaching moving through this building? Um, you know, just sort of quiet. Uh, let's see. If I'm going up the stairwell, um, making sure there's no security cameras looking through the stairwell and whatnot, and just climbing up the stairs. And uh, once I get up to the third floor, uh, you know, looking through the um, window on uh, uh, of the door and just seeing if there's any security cameras in the hallway and seeing anyone passing by. And um, if there are, just wait until someone. And I'll cut, opens up the door, then I'm just going to slip through. All right. Uh, yeah, just give me a uh, coordination test versus a nine. Uh, let's see. That would be... Uh, nope. Oh, God sakes. Uh, uh, let's see. Co- you said coordination? Correct. That would be an eight. An eight. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, you managed to get into the records room. Uh, there is one lone clerk sitting in a corner. Uh, of course, being invisible, uh, they do not see you. Hmm. Let's see. Is there, uh, like a security, you know, like one of those, like, um, uh, like a telephone to that connects to the intercom on the wall behind them? Uh, not that they can tell. Um, that's, you can tell, um, it looks like pretty, pretty standard desk. I mean, the, the room's not very well lit. Um, it doesn't look like people come up here. It is deathly quiet, except for the scratching of a pen on paper. So, so there's only his desk in there. Yep. His desk Mm -hmm. and like the rest of the space is just lined with filing cabinets. Uh, there is a door over by the desk that looks like it leads into yet another room. Hmm. Is the door open? Uh, the door is closed. Hmm. Um. What's it? What's it? What's it? What's the name? Rita's name tag. He's not wearing a name tag. He's not wearing a name tag. Interesting. Is it <clears> bad or anything? Uh, no, they they are not wearing a name tag. All right, uh, do they? Is there like a plaque with their name on it on the desk? Nope. Huh, interesting. Just a person with glasses and short sleeve shirt, tie. Mm, short sleeve shirt, tie. Mm. All right, and to figure out how to distract this person, but uh, uh, still need a password anyway, so. Once someone gets me a password, uh, then I'll figure out. I'm just going to observe around, try to figure out a way to distract him while we for a password. Okay. Uh, yep. And then we'll uh, jump back up to 13 real quick. Uh, you guys were walking down a rather dull hallway um, with doors on either side. It does For, for a, a, a room that's supposed to be showing off the accomplishments of the company, uh, it's, it's rather... Rather boring. Um, there is a big Telus Global uh, logo on the floor, and then just a hallway. 
But you said there were doors going off, mm-hmm. like on either side. Yep, right? that's what it appears. There's doors going off to either side. Is there anything on the doors themselves, or are they clear at all, or are they just solid doors? They're just solid white doors. If there wasn't like a handle, they would be almost indistinguishable from the walls. Are they labeled? They are not labeled. Eh, you know, I'm curious. Left or right? Well, you have to cross. You have to cross over that threshold into the hallway to get to the first door. Okay. How many doors are are there on each side? Uh, looks to be about eight on each side. Eight. Okay. Sixteen doors total. So you can see from we, your vantage point. We have the blueprints, right? Did you bring them with you? You've looked at the blueprints. Okay, but I mean, like, we have access to the blueprint, so what, is there anything unique about this floor? Uh, not that you saw. In fact, on the blueprint, it's a large open area that is unmarked. It is the actual 13th floor. Uh, they did not do that superstitious nonsense where they skip it. Uh, it's because they're European. So, I guess, I mean... Who else is up here with us? Just it's just the four of you. Doctor Perth I mean, left you behind uh, to take a very important phone call. I guess curiosity killed the cat. I guess. I mean, no, this is obviously a trap. He's like going to take this opportunity to um, to get rid of um, his his competition. Can I do an investigation check, or can I sense anybody on the other side of the doors? Um, yeah, give me a telepathy check versus five. Okay, so I would say... Just to do a passive scan to see if there's anybody other than the four of you. That would be 11. That would be 11. There is no one in the room but the four of you. Okay. And Rodrigo's thinking how much he needs to drink. Now, I am going to not speak, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I'm going to speak in everybody's mind using telepathy, so that way they can't hear us. But I'm going to say I don't feel anybody on the other side of the doors. What are you guys thinking? And I'm... And I'm going to also state that I'm talking through your head because I am afraid of if they're listening in on us. Part of me thinks I I agree it could be a trap, but also it'd be a great way to expose whatever's there. Well, I mean, let's keep our head in the game. We came here for information about... um, about the secret hospital they're running and anything that could connect any of the, the children that are being held there. So I think Oh, actually it might be who can you get in contact with Slick? I can get I can try and get in contact with Slick and another question I have is what would a sense be to see if I can feel any other supers? Hmm. I would be sensing for powers. Sensing for I know, powers. I know our team's powers, but 
would I be able to feel anybody else's powers? In um, I, I would call that uh, a power stunt. Yep. Um, so you'll have to tell me, you'll have to spend a determination and activate a quality. I'm going to say you can run, but you can't hide. Okay. And exactly uh, how are you performing this stunt? What I'm going to do is I'm going to use uh, a combination of my telepathy and my super senses to see if I can feel any powers around me. Okay. Um, and what level is your telepathy? My, my level is eight. And what level of super senses is that? Or is that Six. an extra of, is that a separate nope. power or an extra? Nope. That's a, that is a separate power. Okay. Uh, for the purpose of the stunt, we're going to make it super senses. Um, okay. the activation of the quality. If you can burn another determination, I will allow Done. you to use, uh, the telepathy as a, Added effort yep, uh, to give you a plus two. And then uh, roll this at go against uh, nine. Okay. Six. I just burnt two determination points. And, um, yeah, did you want to activate another quality to do that or? I will. Ah, fuck it. We'll hold your quality. We'll just okay. burn. We'll just eat that determination point. So six plus, so that would be, with super senses, that would be 12 plus two would be 14. Okay, and you're going against a nine, so that is definitely a massive success. Um, the only superpowered being that you feel uh, outside of this room. Yep. Uh, you, you, you feel two, actually. Yep. One so of I know them, one. <laughs> one of them does feel somewhat familiar. The other, uh, you haven't quite encountered this kind of power before, okay. and it is not accompanied by that familiar tingling in your neck. Okay, so one of the supers is probably uh, the guy who looked at me when I started uh, mind playing with him and the other well we have at least two other supers so i will let the party know and say you know basically i just felt out and saw if i could feel anybody and i feel two supers in here i think uh the guy here uh, the person giving us the tour the president has some superpowers and it feels familiar the other i don't know but I will try to get in contact with Slick Silver and see where the hell he is. See if he has any other better luck. And can I get on the horn with Slick Silver? Sure. Okay. Sure. I'm not going to make you roll, do any rolls or anything. You've pretty much established that uh, you communicate telepathically <clears throat> on the regular. Okay. With the rest of your team. Slick, where are you hiding at? Ah, yes, sir, companion. I have made myself into the records room. 20 hours later. Okay, so you're in the records room? Yes, indeed. Anything I, interesting? <laughs> I enjoy he thinks the same way he talks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> have you got anything interesting? Or are you still hiding? 
Uh, I am currently hiding, observing the one record keeper here, and looking for the way into the computer when the time is right. Have you a password as of yet for me to make use of? No, but we could see what we can find. Um, is there a way that I could make this into a conference call? Do my powers allow that or not? Um, yeah, if may- I was to say, let the rest of the party talk, if they used me as uh, a center point. All right. Um, Kaze, what's your willpower? Um, it is five. Okay. Uh, Reckless. Same. Gold Guardian. He's drinking, so it's probably going to be lower. Four. <laughs> four. Okay. It's four, but you can make it lower if you want to. <laughs> That's funny. Nah, drink, drinking solidifies you at this point. I can't like... <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, give me, uh, give me telepathy against against a six. Okay. Uh, did I roll? Oh, I rolled another. So that would be uh, 12, 14. 14? All right, yep. so yeah, that's that's definitely a massive success. Yeah, you're able to patch into everybody. So, just so Slick Silver can annoy you in your head as much as he is verbally, he's in the records room and take it away, Slick. Companions, that's incredible. And Reckless hits me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, take a point of stamina damage. She pulled the punch, <laughs> but it still hurt like a motherfucker. I could see her doing that. Um, We're linked in mind and spirit. <laughs> we haven't come across any passwords. Um, uh, so who's there with you? Uh, just a record keeper. Nibbish in dress, quiet, and not and not with any apparent mantis distraction I've found as of yet. Unless they have a radio, perhaps, nearby? You, um... Wait, you're invisible. Why do you need to distract him? So I can go to the computer and do the record. So that I may know what lies within <clears throat> without being noticed. Um... I don't know of any way to help you down there, other than you us going magic down. powers. Make him have to go to the bathroom. Fill his bladder with water. You know, you're invisible. God forbid you knock something off a shelf. <laughs> Useful, yes. But for the but I still need I still need passwords and whatnot to access the computer, which I don't have yet. Uh, I, I never said in. anything about a computer. Bladder. Oh, I missed that part. Ah. Yeah, it's it's filing cabinets. It's weird. Man, uh-huh. just give him explosive diarrhea so he has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Hell yeah. Grab Wait. what you need to get. Make him pee. Make him problem, pee. Can't you teleport him? Make him climax. This just got weird. <laughs> I'm trying not to. Let's see. Does is there is there a does he have a, like a radio in the room? Holy shit! I shouted that. I hope fucking body. She did. She did. She knows the climax. The entire world heard that. 
Yeah, Friday, everybody. Everybody. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, you you boiled this one. It's like, uh, give me give give me an awareness uh, versus uh, five. Awareness. Uh. uh slowly rolling. Uh. Nine. Nine? Okay. Um, yeah, so so you're hearing the scratching of like a pen or a pencil on paper. Um, almost, it's, it sounds almost mechanical. Scratch, 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 and then click. Scratch, 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 click. Hmm, mechanical pencil, huh? I can work with that. Um... Is there like spare lead on? Is there? Does he have his spare leads on like the desk? Uh, no, you don't see any spare leads on the desk. Uh, it looks like it just looks like he's writing something. Hmm. All right, I'll look over the shoulder and what and what are they writing? Um, you see that there's a, a stack of papers. Um, each stack is or each paper that you can see, they're kind of fanned out. Uh, looks like a section of a well-known work of art. And as you look over your shoulder, um, you're familiar with the technique of pointillism, correct? Yes, indeed I am. All right. So imagine a guy with his hand doing pointillism, but almost at the speed of a dot matrix printer. Dear God. I'm not entirely... I'm not entirely sure what to make of this. This is easy. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Huh. Ooh, I've got, I've got, I've, I've got a clever idea. Now that you're closer to to this uh, clerk, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. The not only does the movement of him of them creating this art, uh look weird to you uh there's just something that doesn't look right about this clerk hmm all right um i'm gonna try something uh is there like a um is there anything like is there like a is there like a lamp or something on the table um there's a there's one of those small desk lamps on the table, yeah. I'm just going to uh, tip tip that slightly, like like tip it over on like tip it over uh, 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 to, uh, towards him and see what happens. Uh, all right, so you tip the lamp, the the drawing stops, and the the clerk looks up. And it's the most unnatural jerky movement you've ever seen in a human being. If we were playing that other game, uh, you would be you would have to make a roll for this. Oh boy! And it looks they they look up and they're staring straight ahead, directly to where you're standing. The head moves forty five degrees to one side, and then adjusts down to look at the, the lamp. Turns back forward. The arm holding the pen raises, looks at a watch. <clears throat> and then you hear... As it backs up, or they back up, turn 90 degrees, 
and roll out from behind the desk. And you notice the lower half of this clerk's body is a type of, um, looks like one of those electric scooters, but built into the body. Huh. And it rolls down the aisle toward uh, one of the filing cabinets, leaving the door unguarded. Okay, I'm not entirely sure. I'm just going to walk through that door while that's happening and uh, wonder... uh, (laughs) Okay, the door! The door! The door! Uh, Chimera, since you're still connected to uh, Slick Silver's brain, um, yeah, he's experienced probably one of the strangest things he's ever seen. What did you see, Slick? I mean, I feel it, but I didn't see what's going on. Uh, The the clerk was uh, on... uh, I'm not sure if that was a cyborg or a robot or what? It was writing with... with For some reason, they had it using a mechanical pencil and then doing artwork and then moving to filing cabinets. Are you sure you're not the one drinking tonight? No! 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 Maybe! No! <laughs> Just no! Interesting. Where is he? Uh, not, 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 uh, other room of the file cabinet. I'm going to the door. Going to the door. Door going. Thing. All right. So, uh, yeah, you walk into the this records room and it is uh, floor to ceiling with shelves of cardboard banker's boxes. Hmm. Shutting the door behind me. Each one is coded um, with a six-digit number. Is there any sign of an index nearby? So, can do we have access to him, or is that just, um, or is it just uh, Chimera who has? Um, access to he's him? he's broadcasting broadband. So, yeah, if you guys want to, like, I'm broadcasting. All right, just magic them all to to the headquarters and get the hell out of there. All the boxes. Yes. How many boxes are there? Do you want to fight a robot? No, I'm just asking how many boxes. I'm just asking how many boxes there are. Um, few hundred that you can tell. Mm, okay. All right. There's only one thing to do then. Time to teleport like I've never teleported before. Rosie. Yes. Uh, as you guys are kind of standing there in the hallway, the room looks weird. Like. As 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 you guys have you know you've been kind of like hearing the the stuff going on with Slick Silver, um, you've had plenty of time to ponder the room, mostly out of boredom, and these walls and these doors and this floor is too perfect. I walk over to the wall and run my hand across it. Okay, as soon as you cross the threshold, the walls flicker out of existence, and you're in a large expanse of room. Uh, There are glass display cases in rows. Holy shit. What's in the cases? Uh, Various items 
uh, you see, you see, like spinning in the center of the room is a holographic projection of the official seal of the Ildu Carcos, and is rotating. Um, lights flicker on, illuminating uh, closest to you. Uh, as you can see, you know how glass, if it's been cleaned a lot, kind of doesn't shine quite like new glass does? Yeah. Alright. So, a lot of the cases are, are have that kind of dullness of age about them. Uh, there are, well, there's one over to your left that looks brand spanking new. What is in that one? Uh, it's from where you're standing. It's very small. Oh, I'm gonna go over to it. She's okay. fucking impulsive. <laughs> All right, you go over to it. Uh, inside, uh, there's a little placard that reads, uh, "Shit, Crown Virus Vaccine Production One or uh, Production Run Vial Number One." The fuck is the Crown Virus? Oh, that's the that's the virus that's going around. Yeah, that we. Yeah, it's been about uh, two years. The virus has gone through. It swept the entire globe. Uh, there was a large push for mass vaccination. Telus Global Yay. developed one of the first vaccines. Pretty revolutionary technique, but they did get it out pretty quick. There was a yeah, big hubbub about it. Of course, there always is. I quickly go back to uh, to grab. I guess whoever is the closest to me. <laughs> Uh, everybody's kind of just standing around in a circle. What, what what are the rest of you doing now that you've realized that the hall, the the boring hallway was was a fake? I think it's time to go investigate things. Uh, Rodrigo, I think we might have found we looking for. Uh, Rodrigo, uh, you figure out pretty quickly that it is the most advanced holographic display you have ever seen. This is the most holographic display. <laughs> Most of the Somebody's drunk. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is this leagues Ow. um of far advanced of anything uh you've seen ever. I mean Bullshit. even even the most cutting edge holographic technology you've seen. Hold on guys. They brought us straight here. Why the fuck would they bring us straight here? Well, he wanted to show us what they could do, but I mean, this would be one hell of a reveal if he was here. And the other, but thing I mean, is- why straight here? Like, if you want to show off, you can show off other stuff. Like, why? Like, and then I, I drag them over to the case where the the vaccine thing is. Well, I'm not I'm like sure. this makes no sense. Why bring us here? Um. Broke his ego? I don't know. I, I honestly can't tell you. I'm not. They really usually sure monologue that. when they do that. Yeah, but he doesn't know that we're the Justice Association. So. Or maybe he does. I start looking around for cameras. Um, give me an awareness test versus eight. No, this ought to be fun. You got it. No, I probably don't. No, I don't. <laughs> That's five. <laughs> You would think there would be cameras in here. Yeah, I don't trust this. This does not seem kosher. Like either. What else is here? We. Um. There is an uh, an artificial heart. Um. 
that's that's looks very real. Uh, there is a petri dish, um, you know, marked as uh, artificial stem cells. Uh, there is uh, a head. A head? Anybody I know? No. Uh, you, if you look carefully, you can see that there are like wires and a couple of pistons. Uh, it's uh, the placard reads the the Charles unit uh, prototype. Uh, there's uh, you know you're looking around. There's a lot of different things. Uh, you know, um, there's like a, a a quart of fuel that's like a revolutionary like biofuel, like bio gasoline. Um, there is oddly what looks to be a cobbled together gauntlet. It looks like it's made from a suit of medieval armor, but it has all kinds of transistors and shit in it. And the placard only reads my first project. Hmm. And they're all in glass cases, you said? Yep. It's all in glass cases like a museum. Like a museum of things that Manon Pert has invented. Is there any empty cases? No. Okay. Well, maybe because I was mouthing off earlier. Yeah, but I mean, why, why bring us in here and just leave? Um, in a hologram, no less. Like, like was he going to flaunt it? Or did he just like want to stroke his ego with that voyeurism thing of us not knowing it was there? Does does anybody have any type of uh, specialty around that might entail psychology? That would be a cult. Um, the only thing I could do would be investigation to figure out why he did that. That's the only thing I could think of. All right, so I am going to go out on a limb. And say I have a martial arts of three, and maybe I can use that for strategy. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll call it observing your opponent. Art of war. Yes. Um, well, between the conversation you guys had in Pert's office, uh, and real remembering that he has statues of himself lining the hallway, uh, he is showing off to Rodrigo. This room, including the holographic camouflage, is how he brags to people. Um, and he just left you guys alone to marvel at his genius. Now, must you want to put that that he's stroking himself right now? I don't know. Maybe we should act impressed so that he... Uh underestimates us. Eh, actually, if we play this right, Rodrigo could be completely unimpressed and he might show us something better. Oh. Sneaky, sneaky. But I mean, what else What else to get to somebody's ego than acting like you don't care? Right. But as, as, uh, as you're wandering around through the cases, looking at various little odds and ends, uh, it is the full range of projects that TELUS Global involves itself in. Uh, you see a lot of biotech, <clears throat> some robotics, um, 
you know, there's there's astronomy. There's uh, one large display toward the far end of the building that's uh, the first you know, lander to uh, take a sample of the solar skin and return. It's basically a full-on ego trip. Oh, yeah, definitely a full-on ego trip. It's, it's an ego trip for a guy who knows his shit about science and technology. Okay. It kind of makes sense. It was like if Reed Richards' closet was organized. Yeah, us, and I point between myself, Kaze, and, and Chimera, us being impressed doesn't matter. He's trying to impress. Yes. Rodrigo. What he's going to do is get him a really good stiff drink and he'll be impressed. Did we he? don't want to say that. <laughs> I don't know if he'd be impressed. He might be grateful. Would he? <laughs> I guess it depends on what time it is. And what he gave him. <laughs> These are men of ego. Like I think, I think if we play into it, Rodrigo could get him to show us more. It's not us he cares Probably. about. It's definitely him. So it could go either way. It's a 50-50 shot. If you act impressed, he might still show you more shit. But if you act unimpressed, he might just kick us out or you can sell us shit. <laughs> there are upsides and downs to both yep. prospects. Well, I think uh, best bet is have him act unimpressed. Because that's what we did. That's what he did last time, and got more attention. So, I'm thinking the same thing. Also, I don't think Rodrigo does impress. Do you? Not really. <clears throat> so I think that might be the best. I agree with you, Reckless. Make him say, you know what? Man, give me something that's actually worthwhile. I like that. Okay, um, how long do you think we have here? This is weird that we're left in lurch like this. Um, so this whole floor is basically one fancy shell? Hollow yeah. shell? Yeah, pretty much. Is there anything at all to do with superhuman research? Hmm... Uh, you see a design for a uh, power nullifier collar, very similar to uh, the ones that uh, Rodrigo makes. Oh, he ripped you off again. Always. It always happens. So, actually, that's interesting that he's got that here, though. Does it look identical or similar? Uh, no, it looks like it looks like he tried to uh, duplicate the design, uh, just based on the uh, the outer casing. Rodrigo, um, is it safe to say that you designed it, or did you have your team design it? I had my team design it. Okay. Well, you're you're pretty much privy to the design, being the CEO. Um, the outer casing. Although doesn't look like it's the same materials, duplicates it perfectly. Um, it is open, <clears throat> so you can see the inner workings, and it's not quite the design you've seen. But 
it looks like he duplicated it based on looking at a photograph of it. He knows what it looks like. He knows what it does. And he's figured out how to build one without the design. That's actually kind of crazy, though. That means that someone's in your uh, in your shop giving off information, though, if that's the case. Hmm. Oh, I guess. I mean, not necessarily. Uh, I mean, those are available to the public, right? Uh, no, they're or, they're used. You guys have some, and the police department uses them. Uh, since it's not the same, right? And the prison and system uses them. Pretty intelligent. He could have just looked at it and figured it out. Well, the other thing is if the prison, if the prison system or the police had it, it's not ah. to say that he couldn't buy them out. Rodrigo, you sell these to the military too? Uh, yes. yeah, probably. Yes, I do. It'd be pretty easy for him to get his hands on one. Yeah. How, how else am I going to make all the money that I make? Right. <laughs> Got to make contracts. Military contracts. Where is that? Until it comes back and bites you in the ass. Which is a matter of days at this rate. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. Okay. Um, at, at that moment, you hear the elevator ding. Bing! I quickly and straighten myself back out into the stern bodyguard appearance. <laughs> Dr. Pert walks in, hands in his pockets, grinning ear to ear. My friends! How how do you uh, find my museum? Interesting. I'm sorry. I mean, I like the one that Rodrigo uh, had, but I mean, this comes in a close second. And what yeah, about you, right, Mister Asuncion? It was I. Right. I. Excuse me, sir. I speak jive. Hey, he's... Kaze, since since you're cued into his body language, uh, he's trying to play it off, but uh, yeah, he's... That, it's alright. Kind of plucked the nerve. <laughs> Interesting. So, drive him up the wall. Um... Do you have anything else that might interest him? Well, I mean, this is the fruits of a lifetime of research. Of course, there are things that are top secret that I cannot reveal right now. That's a pity. Oh. Um, actually... Mister uh, Monsieur Ascension is le compétition. I don't know if you guys are going to work on projects together, but... Mr. Sonsignon has to do his due diligence. Uh, we oui, oui. but uh, well, Go I ahead, Monsieur. Say, no, well, what I want to do is can I attempt to talk to him telepathically? You're going to put that suggestion in his mind? <laughs> I'm going to try something. 
What I would like to do is mm-hmm. first and foremost see if I could suggest to him to well actually he knows about that. Um I want to tell him basically off the record say hey, you know, uh if you really want to woo him over, show him something that's cutting edge. This is all stuff that he's done. He's not going to be wooed with you. Maybe you should just like do that subtle. You could, you could, you could write this smile off the smug bastard. <laughs> you can what? You can wipe the smile off the smug bastard. Just a faint little little thought of that. Like you could, you could show him that you're better than him. <laughs> like Ooh. God, you guys aren't used to fucking with egos, are you? (laughs) (laughs) Most of the time, I ignore people. Yes, but I don't know if that's to me. Something it's not sport to reckless, but it's sport to me. (laughs) (laughs) Is that something that could be done? It it, like just make him feel that it's like this smug son of a bitch. (laughs) I'll show him. I'll show the wall. Right, but he's got <laughs> mental powers too. He right. does. And that's the whole thing. That's why I was going on suggesting because I'm afraid it could backfire because he felt me. I mean, we don't really have to do anything. We have Rodrigo. He no, is no. enough of an asshole to provoke this on his own. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I will I will just base I'm not gonna try to suggest it. I'm just going to telepathically talk to him and just tell him uh, if you want to woo him over show him something a little edgier this has already been done and see how straight up talk to the dude (laughs) wild (laughs) see what he says okay so you're you're going to try to like speak to him telepathically to try to correct correct all right do you um, want me to roll or no? No, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. <clears throat> uh, actually, what is your willpower? My willpower is eight, and I do have mental resistance. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm gonna have you roll that willpower. What level of mental resistance do you have? I have one level of mental resistance. Okay, so you have uh, at least a nine. All right, go ahead and roll me a d6. I rolled a six. All right. You rolled a six, so that's 15. Yep. All right. Um, so you don't feel the pain when there's pushback. Yep. But inside your own head... You, you hear this booming voice. You are meddling with forces you do not understand, child. Technically, I haven't been born yet, but okay, I'll take it. Future boy. Yes, and... He who is not even a twinkle. <laughs> exactly. Boy. Yes, take Boy. So, future boy. <laughs> so since you're this big bad guy, what is your deal? You want to buy him out, but I mean, listen, you're showing him stuff that he's already done before. You copied his work. 
if we want to do that, we can go to Amazon and get a ripoff anyways. I mean, come on. You've got to do better. Silence. Unnerving silence. Okay. Uh, my friends, uh, it has occurred to me that I have a, a very important appointment. Um, perhaps we can do this another time. And when he says do this another time, he, he looks Chimera dead in the eye. We can or we could just do it now. And I will say that out loud. I mean, I thought you wanted to do a something here, or are you just running away? We'll leave that critical moment right there for a moment. <laughs> and while all this is going on, Slick Silver, you have found a large uh, handwritten ledger. Mm-hmm. Uh, the script or the print is perfect. Of course. Um, the most recent <laughs> entry: uh, pharmaceuticals. Box three six one two one dash dash four. Hmm. Well, having found the ledger, that's gonna be helpful. But ah, let's see. Yeah, I, was, I heard a suggestion of trying to get me teleport all the boxes, and I like crazy. That sounds crazy enough to be a good idea. So I'm gonna try that. You're going to try to steal all the boxes. Yes. We're teleportable away to the retreat. I mean, Justice Association. Okay. Um, yeah. What is your teleport power? Teleport power is six. Six? Okay. Yeah. All right. And you do have passengers, correct? I do have passengers. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. You're teleporting all the boxes away. And teleporting back in. Um, give me that uh, willpower test against your magic plus two. Magic plus two. Uh, let's see. Magic plus two. And you said, will, uh, and you said a willpower test? Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see. Roll magic. Uh, let's see. Roll ten. Ten. And my magic plus two is seven. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, you uh, you catch a slight reflection of yourself in the glass as you flicker into visibility for a brief moment. That you can finish this job, but the longer it takes you to do it, the uh, more likely you are to become visible. Hmm. Let's see. Is there any way I can try and teleport all the boxes at once? We'll just go for, we'll just go for broke. Uh, no, they're scattered. This is a fairly large room. Uh, mm. I can't just try and teleport the room itself. Uh, no. <laughs> Dang it. Mm. Alright. Well, let's see. Uh, let's see. Well, still worth the risk anyway. We'll just keep teleporting boxes out of here. Okay. Uh, are you in communication with the rest of the team? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, Slick communicates with you guys, lets you know that he is teleporting the boxes away. Sweet. Okay. 
Job well done, sir. Yes. Ah, yes. Uh, yes. Mr. Sensian, I think we need to uh, leave this place right now. There's nothing for you here, obviously. Hell no. Let's go. It's, you know, it's just another dog and pony show. I checked out when we had that awful, awful meal that he said was, like, made by some world-renowned chef. I don't know who he has in the back. Woof. (laughs) The greens were a little yellow. It must be be local to his island. You see him run a hand through his hair? I get the feeling this is about to go tits up, and I'm just watching. <laughs> kind he, of He walks over and says, to the elevator and hits the button. He's like, do, do not let me detain you much longer. Uh, it is very clear that I have not impressed you properly. What? Say it again? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I, I look at my watch and say, oh, uh, Mr. Ascension, you also have a, a two o'clock. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. All right. Yeah, we got to go. Uh, it was nice talking with you. Um, Elevator door guess, opens. Guess it was okay to have that lunch. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it next time. You, you come over to my place. Very well. And as you get onto the elevator, Chimera, you hear in your head... Tell Mr. Danvers I'd like those back. And the door closes. And then tell like, you, you okay, bring I will back let, saying, we'll, we'll bring him back when we want to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mic drop. Dun, dun, dun. Wasn't exactly what I meant when I said poke him some to try to get him to show you more stuff. You kind of overstepped a lot. When do I understand? I wasn't talking to you. I'm looking dead at Chimera when I say that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I did nothing. Did, did you tell? Did you tell? Have you told me about this? No, you're still doing your thing, dude. <laughs> but uh, we, uh, he knows that. Uh, they were stolen. His stuff was stolen. Yep. So I mean, I was pretty sure he knew who we were in the first place, but there's a difference between him playing along with us and him being annoyed, and he is clearly annoyed. I just don't understand why I speed it up that fast. We could have possibly gotten something else just letting Rodrigo be Rodrigo. Could we have, though? Could we have? I just Wait. look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more worried he's just letting us walk out. Yeah. Well, and also that he knows about stuff stolen. So that's the other thing that's going to be interesting. Because if he already knows that we've stolen the documents and stuff, then that means that it's probably going to be pretty much useless. It's one of two things. It's either useless or he doesn't give a shit that we know. Yeah. 
I'm leaning towards the latter. Well, I guess why else just that. drop us in his trophy room? Not sure, actually. Oh, that was a total dick move, man. Like he just whipped his dick out and said, "Mine's bigger." <laughs> like, what do you mean you don't understand? Like, I like I thought all you guys understood this. <laughs> <laughs> he no, looked Rodrigo no. dead in the eye and whipped his dick out and went, "Mine's bigger." Rodrigo's <laughs> too drunk to care. Yeah, and that's what I was banking on: <laughs> is that Rodrigo would make him show us something new. <laughs> Said he whipped out his dick. Figuratively. Figuratively. Oh and then she just sighs and starts shaking her head and just starts rubbing her temple. <laughs> Wait, he didn't pull out his penis? Slick, uh, you get about half of the room done by the time they reach the lobby. Alright. Uh, they told me anything yet? Uh, yeah, I, I basically said that uh, he knows that you have all the files. Well, uh, did jump? Uh, did jump? That okay. All right. Um, so, does he know who we are? Uh, he called you, Mister Danvers. <coughs> what? How dare you know that? Of all of us, I'm shocked more people don't know that you're who you are. <laughs> How would anyone suspect that? Kirby's mightiest You leave handkerchiefs around, you speak in a very distinct way, which you do not change when you're in your daily life. <laughs> and then I just keep listing shit. Quicksilver <laughs> is clearly 6% more handsome than Ned Danvers. Click. The door to the records uh, room opens. Ash. Oh, was the robot coming in? Yep. Uh. Well, uh, how much of how much of the room I've got now there? You got about half of it. You got time to grab one more box. All right, I'm gonna grab one more box and leave. All right, you're out. You're back at the, the headquarters. Uh, the elevator opens and uh, deposits you into the lobby. We hear sweet elevator music on the way down. Yeah, insert whatever song you would think is appropriate for elevator music. <laughs> I think it would have been more fitting if he just left us in silence after after we insulted him like that. <laughs> it's like, turn all the fucking elevator music off. Get the fuck out. Nobody's home. No, the elevator music was the dubstep version of Girl from Ipanema. Ugh. Called Girl from Il Carcos. Oh, you don't, it doesn't have like a that type of thing going on. There's not a track list for the elevator I'm music. I'm trying to think of what that even sounds like, and my brain's like, no, those two things don't go together, and don't you ever make them. Mm. <laughs> if this were that other game, you'd have to make a roll. Mm-hmm. We're not saying the name of that other game now? No. We're not advertising okay. them on somebody else's game. Okay. Um. Yeah, so... Uh, you guys... Do notice that the receptionist is no longer at their post. Uh, there are security guards mulling around. They don't appear to be getting aggressive. They're just kind of there. This is going to keep walking like nothing's wrong. Because certain, there is nothing wrong. But yeah, she is on guard. Uh, one of them rushes over and opens the door for you. 
Thank you. And he just very politely says, you folks have a good evening now. You're here? You folks have a good evening now, here? <laughs> no, nah, I like it as deep as you said it, because then it sounds it sounds sinister. <laughs> in, the, in that way that only Southern people can be. You folks have a good time, a good day now, you hear? <laughs> exactly. You folks that, take that, it easy. Oh, uh, have a good time. Bless your hearts. Would you like some sweet tea? Sorry. <laughs> I said I'm sinister, not, not smarmy. Sorry, uh, smarmy. That was West level smarmy. Would <laughs> 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 you like some sweet tea? No. Nope. <laughs> Would you like some liquid diabetes? Something, 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 okra. I just made a pecan pie. Would you like Something to lick dressed. the spoon? <laughs> you sure you got a pretty mouth, boy? I'm getting the diabetes. Have some complimentary red velvet cake. <laughs> I got some biscuits oh, wow. for you. No, don't ever say that again, Wes. Ever. <laughs> ever. We should just start keeping a, a uh, band phrase list. Actually, Wes shouldn't be allowed to speak most of the time. Oh, he has to. If, if, that was, if that was the case, that would be in any language to English dictionary. Ma, <laughs> uh, we're in Guaycano, Troy. I. Put yeah. it on the list. Latin, Latin is definitely out. <laughs> He's just going to summon something. <laughs> He's gonna hear this growl from the other in his mic, and he just disappears for the rest of the night. <laughs> One time in ancient Rome, I was talking about how hot the day was, and all of a sudden, the guy just exploded. <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah, I I move next to the guy holding the door open and just kind of motion for the rest of the leaf as as bodyguard lead duties continue. Okay. You all exit the building safely. To the vehicle, or however the fuck we got there. Yeah, probably the limo. Yeah. Yeah. Grumpy Dugan. Mm. Mm. Pulls Probably up to the get curb. in the bag and start getting out his fucking stuffy he's ass a, clothing. He's an Australian. Oh, <laughs> get in the fucking back. Oh, that mates. <laughs> Put on your fucking seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. I don't know what accent that is. Yeah, it's not Australian. <laughs> that's like, that's like 40k orc. Yeah, it's not Australian. It's not as bad as whatever the hell Wes just did, but it's up there. <laughs> that's genuine Australia. Hey, you want me to do it all? Sorry, that's not an Australian one either. <laughs> wait, wait, to Mr. Rodrigo. Did you do oh. a former criminal and former crime rate? I don't know what that was. Every time you open your mouth, I see a big fucking rooster. What? Bockhorn <laughs> leghorn? It's just always yes. I say, I say, boy, I say. It's always Bockhorn leghorn. We're going to get sued by Mel yeah. Blanc's estate. <laughs> <laughs> What's this weed? Where to, Mr. Rodrigo? 
Uh, where are we going again? Yeah, I'm guessing your office is considering that's where we were supposed to come from. Fuck Although that. I doubt it matters. <laughs> Fuck that. Which city are we in right now? You're in Kirby. We're going to fucking um, Contiki. We're going to Contiki. Rounds are, drinks are on me. Let's do it. It's a car, yes. sir, not a limousine. Not a, not a boat. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a hard pass on that. I, I kind of want to get back to my unconscious home. girlfriend. No, we're going to do it like we did the fucking um, opening session of Masks and our Laptop or whatever no. we did. With, uh, <laughs> Leah and James and shit. We're going to order drinks for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then spend no, the you, second you, half you of can... the session trying to kick a door down. Yeah. <laughs> doors were tough. Here are some doors. So, yep, you're you're in the limo. Uh, well, let's go and look at these boxes and see if we we oh, yeah. should get what we came for. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what if he got the wrong shit? <laughs> it would not be surprising. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't. Uh. Yeah, I know. This is not an insult to Wes for once. This is more of a we didn't know what the fuck we were looking for anyway. That's, so yeah, that's <laughs> it would not be surprising when to actually get what we set out for. Yep. So that's what we're doing. We're going back right. to HQ via Rodrigo's office, so we can pour through these files. Okay, so you go back to Rodrigo's office. Uh, Rosie, you pick up your new uniform. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, you can decide what it looks like. Uh, let me know next session. Yeah, I need to think about that. Um, okay, so eventually you make your way back through your various means. Baby Bjorns and all that stuff. Um, yeah, you get back. Uh, Slick has managed to, uh, recover like four dozen boxes. The large cardboard banker's boxes where most businesses put like a year's worth of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Slick is just kind of standing there beaming with pride. Ah, yes. Greetings, greetings companions. Oh. You done good. I can't believe I just said that, but you done good. And then I pick up a box and I walk to the med bay and she's going to sit next to, to, to the magpie and start reading through the box. Okay, you pick up the box <laughs> and you walk to the med bay. The bed is empty. Why does she do this? <laughs> yeah, I, I run back in the other room and start looking through the cameras and see if I can find where she went. <laughs> If she went anywhere, because hey, shit's been hey, weird. Spread out, man. What are you doing? This is my computer. Man. Five minutes. <laughs> what are you looking for all crazy? My girlfriend. <laughs> Cafeteria. Thank you. And then I go there. Uh, okay, you get there. The magpie is leaning against one of the tables in a bathrobe. Right? Uh, a white plushy bathrobe, and the magpie mask with a steaming cup of coffee in her hand. Not the first time I found her like this. 
Barbara Wong and uh, Magnetar are playing uh, Rummy. Maybe it's Rummy. Maybe it's some weird alien card game because there appears to be gambling involved. Heck, you can gamble at anything. Oh, yeah. Strip solitaire. (laughs) (laughs) That that one always... That was last week. Uh, (laughs) Magnetar just dealt the cards and went, Oh, I lost again. (laughs) Well, she could just... I mean, she she was excited when we were naked. That's all I know. It's like, oh, it's that kind of party. (laughs) Strip. (laughs) No shame in her game. What I saw, there was nothing to be shamed of. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was like just leaning in, giving a twinkly thumbs up. What the? Uh, uh, he's doing a sleazy fourth wall break. That's what it was. <laughs> Either that, or that's the sound of little slick. Oh god, There's, that's the worst thought. Not really. He needs pills for it. it, it it's okay. That part of him is still invisible. <laughs> hey, everything always cool. is. No, darling, that's the way it is all the time. <laughs> always is. <laughs> Magical. That is not what I'd call it. <laughs> So, yeah, okay, so, yeah, Magpie, watching this card game, drinking coffee, she, like, pulls the mask up just enough, exposes her mouth, sips the coffee, pulls the mask. (laughs) She's just intently watching this game. Apparently, it is alien. She's, She's trying to, it looks like she's trying to learn the rules by watching. Rosie is confused as if she should interrupt or just stand there and watch herself. Uh, she looks up. Uh, I don't know. Who, who, anybody else in the cafeteria at the time? I'll be there. Okay. Sure. Uh, how long was I out? You know, the days kind of blurred together. How long was she out? Uh, probably about a week now. Yeah, it's been about a week, I think. That's terrible. Lost so much time. Mm, um, well, it, it does get worse. Do you know and how I to start... play this game? I haven't been here longer than like an hour, give or take. So I didn't even know that they were playing games. Like she, they okay, keep okay, eating okay. food, and I don't know where it comes from. Obviously, it comes from her cosmic power. She's just manifesting it. She's rearranging the yeah. atoms. In the atmosphere. I, I, I really didn't clear. need you to explain it to me. It was more just... She also just manifested an <laughs> ace up her sleeve. <laughs> so, so... How goes things? Br- bring me up to speed. I do. I, I start with the well. Um, half the police department is in jail. Which half? The ones that help us. Okay, that's bad. Uh, they uh, uh, actually, it just be easier, and I turn the TV on and show her <laughs> the news reports that are coming in about us. Ned did this, didn't he? No, I. You know, as much as I want to blame it on him, 
a lot of things went very wrong. What else? I, uh, hmm. Ran into Zani again. What? Yes. Uh, the 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 Chaz Kramer, the guy that shot the the senator. Yeah, he was in him, and didn't his body disappear? What? I'm asking that out of character because I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, his. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, his his. I brought him back here, and then poof. Mm. I've gone through the security cameras while you were out. There, outside of Miss Wong and Magnetar here, nobody's been in the containment facility. Well, see, here's the thing: you were there too, and then you were back here in the coma again. Is she okay? Was she exposed to any type of gas or hit her head? No. I was exposed to Zani. <laughs> that that happened, <laughs> but other than that, no. And I'm I may have have rearranged the internal organs of a couple of racists. Ah, you'll have to tell me about that over dinner. Uh, <laughs> that uh, that is interesting to me. Uh, put a pin on this whole things happened that didn't actually happen thing for the moment uh why does it smell like old paper oh um yeah we just were getting some papers to look through it's a bunch of them in the other room the old paper smelled slick mm. among other things old paper and english leather yeah <laughs> <laughs> New axe spray. I I I, I, I detected no, that's definitely old that, spice. Uh, old spice he's been in and out a lot over the past uh, twenty minutes. So what you yeah, got? We, we we were gonna figure that out. I was gonna sit down and read, and you woke up, so I came to see where you were. Why are you carrying a box? This is the reading that I was about to do. See, you're holding the box. She just flips open the lid, grabs a folder. You went to Telus Global? Oh, yeah. We're probably about to have a whole lot of really bad shit happen because we did. Kaze? Mm. You authorized this operation? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> authorized is a strong word. That's what Kaze is thinking. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. You, you authorized this part operation. Of the planning. He was part of the planning. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, he turns into Dick Grayson. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, she's flipping through the folder. What else do you have? A treasure trove! Yeah, he started talking like that while you were sleeping. I don't know why. Well, you guys look like you've been run ragged. Have you guys gotten any sleep? No. What is sleep? <laughs> yeah, Rosie yeah. sincerely thinks about it. It's like... Uh, I periodically pass out. No, actually. <laughs> well, you guys get some rest, and uh, I'll, I'll go through these. And I'll wake you up if I find anything interesting. I mean, I can help you with it. 
No, I, I got it. I got it. I've been sleeping for a week. I know. It's just kind of why. Uh, I'll be up for another wanna... three. <laughs> you know, last time I saw you awake, you kind of didn't stay that way. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Have you seen that heat wave fellow around recently? No, actually, except for oh, and that's a, he's he's with he's with the military now. Really, he's their poster boy. All right, grab a cup of coffee. Uh, bring me some of these boxes. I'll go through them. You bring me up to speed. The rest of you, if you want to help with the boxes, that's fine. But yeah, you guys got to give me the full story. Which we can downtime since, you know, the full story is the rest of the campaign. See, what had happened was we were here and then we did this and we did this. <laughs> and then there was this kid who thought he was Batman. <laughs> Last week. Um, of power. Histrionics, boastfulness, etc., etc. All of that was Slick's morning. <laughs> <laughs> At one Daily point, in, at one point in you guys recounting the events, um, the magpie does stop Slick and say, "I do not need to know how good your breakfast was." <laughs> well, it was fantastic. All good. All good as that time when I beat that demon. At a, at a, at a, oh yeah, that is a hand. thing that happened. He summoned a demon. Yep, and which he demon. demon. Yep. I and I look her dead in her eyes and go, you know, the one that knows us. And even though she's wearing the mask, <laughs> you can, you just know that she's got that thing where she rolled her eyes and then she like grabs the mask right at the bridge of the, the beak. Yeah, Rosie just nods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it went exactly like you think it went. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to need want... another cup of coffee. Yep. I want some bourbon in this one. <laughs> now, tell me about Agent Symes. I think the bastard set us up, personally. I don't think so. And you've tried to contact him, but he's not answering his cell phone. Yeah, I think he's gone to ground. Hmm. Probably a smart move. He, even if he did, if he did betray you guys, it would be uh, wise for him to run back to whoever his handlers are. Uh, if he was on the up and up, he's probably in hiding. Given what happened to O'Shaughnessy and and uh, Sullivan, man, Sullivan's gonna be pissed when we get her out. Sullivan's always pissed. Yeah, but I mean, like, more than normal Sullivan pissed. Tell you what. Let me, uh, I'll go out, I'll work a few contacts, see if I can find this Agent uh, Symes uh, while you guys continue reading through these files. I just give her that look of, I don't like that. <laughs> it appears to me you need all the help you can get. And even though she's wearing the mask, she gives you the look. <laughs> yeah, Rosie just kind of turns in her chair. 
So, yep, you guys continue. Uh, I'll go do this. And the magpie leaves. Uh, walks out of the cafeteria. Uh, about ten seconds later, she walks pa- the opposite direction past the uh, cafeteria door going, Costume. Mm, yeah, I mean, I like the robe, though. All right, so you guys are looking through the boxes. Indeed. Uh, all of you roll me a D6. Don't have to add anything to it. We're just uh, looking to see. All right, we'll go down the list. Kaze, you got a two, looks like. Yeah. Uh, Reckless. Three. Wesley. Two. What? Two. Two, okay. Nick. Two. Chimera. Six. Six. You hacking the damn dice tonight? <laughs> Dude, that's why I'm rolling it in chat. <laughs> um, yeah, you come across, Chimera, you come across a folder uh, marked Pharmaceuticals Division. Uh, the entire box is, uh, looks like information on the crown virus vaccine. Oh. So, that's all the information. All about the vaccine, or is there anything about, uh, like, who made it, or what's it about? Um, it, a lot of clinical trial stuff, okay. uh, you know, certain subjects exhibiting certain side effects. Um, okay. You do notice that in a percentage of the cases... There is a side effect that is only listed as Omega. As Omega. Yep. The, the you know, you get fever, headache, chills, soreness, um, no symptoms, and then Omega. Uh, is there anything linking these cases together? Meaning with the Omega... Do they are they with like one specific kind of people, or is there any cliff notes on there? Um, <clears throat> you see, you see dates, <clears throat> uh, trial, uh, sixty three, uh, gives the zip code for Plastiburg, and two of the trial recipients in the. Uh, <laughs> 14 to 16 age group seemingly came down with Omega as a side effect. Um, and you see that the cases that you're looking through, a lot of them, a lot of the clinical trials were done right here in Kirby with volunteers, Kirby and the surrounding uh, counties uh, because the manufacturing hub uh, is in the south side of town. Uh Probably about 15% of the trial cases total uh, have Omega as a symptom, as a side effect. Does it say what the Omega is or no? No. no. The, the, the information on the trial just lists side effects, and one of the side effects is just the <coughs> Omega symbol. So... Two from Plasterburg yep. were Omega. Yeah, that's that's um, 
Wong and and uh, and uh, Gustin or Grant, whatever the fuck his name is. So Omega is gives you superpowers. So this this uh, immunization obviously was part of an experiment, or maybe it was an error, but it began became an experiment of creating superpowers and people through vaccinations, which is what we were looking for. Okay, well, now at least we know what the heck's going on. Well, a little bit more. Um, Chimera, since you're from the history, uh, from, from the future, uh, they did cover crown virus, which is interesting because it is the only thing that really hasn't changed. Okay. Um, and the TELUS Global vaccine... Uh, was used on 38% of the world population. 38%? And roughly 10 to 15% of everyone in the trial are list, were listed as Omega side effects. Well then, that's kind of interesting in itself. Um, Wait, does this mean what? I was right the whole time? <laughs> Oh God, we'll never hear the end of it now. <laughs> um, that's the case though. Did we know in the future that this caused it or is this? No, this is data you're able to extrapolate from your history lesson with the information in this file. Okay. The okay. So the they're like the Omega cases are in our timeline, not his. Right. Okay. <clears throat> Gotcha. Clarified, clarified that up with clear cell. <laughs> but, yeah, 35% of the world was vaccinated with the TELUS Global vaccine in Chimera's timeline. How many in our timeline have been vaccinated? 29. Hmm. And of that, how many have gone Omega? Best you can tell, it looks like a steady 10 to 15 percent right so it it looks like that red hat took um formula x from the future brought it back here and had it combined with the vaccine to to create this like omega effect in an alternate timeline that we happen to be in right now because of the shit I mean, it's not alternate to us. This is our time, right? Mm. Yeah, it's meant to spice the soup of life and produce disaster. The fuck did you just say? I said he added extra spice to the soup of life and produced disaster. I wasn't even sure the first half of that was English the first time you said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Barbara, who is still at the table, looks up from her card game and says, how many superheroes does that put in the world? That's just it. Barb is, doesn't mean they're all superheroes. It just exactly. means that they all have powers. <sighs> so remember um, what's his fuck from the gun seller Cletus or whatever the fuck his name was? Yeah. <laughs> I can't forget him. <laughs> yeah. So and he, he won't forget me. Powers. Scooter. Scooter, Scooter had superpowers. McGinty. He's no superhero. 
Speaking of superheroes, quote unquote, I we should go check on the cocoon. <laughs> it's still a cocoon. Thank God. <laughs> the last thing we need is him to get up to. And you said ten percent of those have uh, powers. Ten, ten to fifteen. Ten to fifteen percent seem to have the omega effect. And please announce this number in character. All right. Oh Jesus! <laughs> the three. Uh, let's see. Hold on a second. Equal. Equals. Uh, uh, Are you using a cell right now? What is happening? I'm using, using cell. All right. I can that, tell. I don't know how, but I knew. <laughs> yep. Uh, that'd be um, roughly adjusted four to six percent of the population. That's which not. Which in real numbers. Yeah, which is probably around two. I don't know the I don't know the population of the world in cur- in, in yeah in, probably uh, around two percent seven and a half billion. Half, yeah, probably half of the people actually got vaccinated because I mean if you this is even remotely near reality it's like fifty one percent because six, the other sixty one percent people in this world have a little more sense. Yeah. All right, so it's like maybe. Although they still voted for Winston Shaw, so... Hey, you win some, you lose some. (laughs) But they voted for President Lister, so... You know, you you cancel one with the other, it happens. Yeah. It's how it's supposed to work, usually. (laughs) It's still... Yeah, four to six percent. That's a lot. Even if it was lower than that, this Uh, is a little scary. Seven and a half billion. (laughs) Don't have billion. Yeah, sorry. It's the population of Kirby Earth. So just think about this logically in terms of people. Most people aren't going to be good guys with powers. Of course, we also run the risk that most of them end up with powers that don't really do anything to hurt anybody either, though. But do we even want to take that risk? I mean, what are we going to do about it? Well, we can turn uh, Whatever has happened with the powers has already happened. That's true, but I mean, if we stop it from uh, being pushed out any further, yeah. But how do we do that? Uh, buy him out. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can buy him out. So here's a question: What exactly did this new um, bill that they pushed through uh, contain in terms of um, the? The legal ramifications of having superpowers. Uh, that has not passed yet. Okay. Well, it's about to pass or it's uh, trying to pass. It, so. Yeah, it's being debated. Uh, the bill has been put on pause uh, with the death of Senator Green as uh, Winston Shaw himself decided it would be in bad form to continue debate on this legislation. I believe the exact quote would was, it would be bad form to continue this debate while we are still mourning our distinguished colleague in the Senate. So I move to put the debate on hold until a suitable replacement for Senator Green is found after a respectful period of time of mourning. I, I can't. I cannot be right. 
It gives us a couple of weeks, maybe. Yeah, but what was the wording of the bill? Um, you looked it up, and basically, it requires anybody who manifests superpowers uh, to register with the federal government, um, and also puts into place uh, a, a contingent uh, in negotiations with foreign nations and the United Nations itself to uh, also institute registration programs. Yeah. And just interrupt, the number is going to range from 300 to 450 million. So let's say you make 350 million new supers, right? And the rest of the population panics, which gets this bill passed. Man, he doesn't even need to do that. He could just use us to make him panic. Yep. Well, but the public's on our side for the most part. I know. They love us so much. The protests just, outside City Hall continue, by the way. Calm down. But if enough people like Scooter get superpowers... Oh, that's what I'm worried about. And yeah. there's only us. So how do we deal with all of them? I know. Well, um, we have to figure out how to stop Red Hat from uh, being able to travel through time. And we have to do it at a point in the timeline, his timeline, from before that he was able to start messing with the timeline. That's how we deal with it. We make it so it never happened. But that wouldn't affect us. It's it's time travel. It sucks. Yeah. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with you there. It's just that I think I might have a migraine now. <laughs> <laughs> you may see a little trickle of blood out of Rosie's nose as her brain is overloading. <laughs> I know. It's a weird day. Well, fortunately for us, we have the alias or the identity or whatever of um, Red Hat, right? If you wrote it down. Did you write it down? I did somewhere. Okay. It was like Hans something or other. Hans Daimler. Yeah, there you go. Hans Daimler. Is what he's going by. At least what he was going by to Scooter McGinty and his uh, <clears throat> free speech brigade. Right. Alright. So, I think uh, we need to track down Hans Daimler and find out everything about them that we can. Including other aliases. And maybe if we do that, Chimera can figure out a way to backtrack through the timeline to a point where before he did this and we stop him then. I'm definitely willing to give it a try. Are you travel back through time so i mean obviously yep. it's you're capable it's possible yeah this guy travels through time does he do it like is it an innate power of his or does he have like um a mechanical means of doing it and what it's what do you know about this red hat guy uh not a whole lot unfortunately 
I mean, I recall correctly, the only thing that I really knew is that I had to stop him. And I don't know what else he's manifested for powers or what he's gathered here. Because we did see that mechanical, um, like that when he teleported in. So I'm well, not those sure. Watches too. Those three watches yeah, that so, set off that trap. So I don't know if he's gotten more powerful the longer he's been here, or if he's found different ways to to combat. So I mean, we could definitely try to track him down, but at the same token, it's just also going to be still new for me. So I think the best thing is is to get as much information as we can and just try to get him. How did you travel through time? Uh, so in my time, there was a slick silver that made sense. That fucking explains so much. <laughs> yes, my amazing powers. What does that actually mean? Because like, to me, like I've been following this all up until you said there was a slick silver that made sense and then you lost me. Say that again. Sorry, Mike. I, I was following all of this until you said a slick silver that made sense, and so lost me. Because uh, timelines and that the timelines have changed. <laughs> so, unfortunately, I've come back to a, people are the names are the same, but they're how they talk and how they act are a little bit different. So in my timeline, Slick Silver was different, acted different. So that's what I'm left with right now. Well, did you know the rest of us how, in your how, timeline? It's like Ray Charles. You know, you can change a little bit as you get older. But how I, did you travel back? He sent me back with a powerful spell. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's how I ended up coming back here. So your kitty pride. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So unfortunately, I've been brought back here, but because he's changed the timeline, I can't go back to the way I was. And y'all are a little bit different than what I expected, or at least like Silver. The rest of you, you know, I'm kind of from the history books, but at the same token, I don't know your future. So you're saying that the key to time travel is, and I look over at Slick Silver, and I look, I look back. Rosie is purposefully <laughs> trying not to make eye contact or even look in Slick's direction because and she just can't. I look this. back at Chimera and say, "Fuck!" Lucas leaves in and thumb, some thumb up approval. Can I just point out that this man summoned the demon that could have killed us all? And I won! I won! Did you not did you not hear me? I won. I put him back in the Oh demon. I heard you. I don't believe you won shit, but I heard you. Wait, what what's the name of uh Slick, what's the name of your arch villain? Nalen Smith. That's the guy who studied at the same from the same master as you? Yep. Studied from and murdered. Is it possible that Red Hat is Nalen Smith. Wouldn't surprise me. The man has no shame and or honor. Neither do you. Hey, yeah. Hey, I am horrible. <laughs> it says so in the official Six Silver bio page. I said you have no shame. Okay. 
Shame is only for lesser minds. Magnetar looks up from the uh, pile of cookies that she won from Barbara. Where did you get the cookies? <laughs> We've been gambling with them the whole time. Yeah, but where did you even get them? She pulls them out of the ether. Magic! Are those thin bits? <laughs> yes, I, I took a walk earlier and ran into these delightful young humans. Uh... In in green matching green uniforms, I thought they were. I thought they might have been like Justice Association auxiliary. No, but they are some of the greatest business minds ever. Indeed. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, she points over at a corner, and there's this huge pile of Girl Scout cookies. They were very happy. Then they asked for money, so I just annihilated them all. You what? <laughs> uh, what? What? Was I was I not supposed to do that? No. No. This. Oh, well, if you didn't get caught, it's all good. What? Pass me a thin mint. <laughs> this. No. This blonde woman with a funny haircut was sneering and said she was going to report me to. Whoever, and she tried to pull out her recording device. Okay, like, oh, this is the conflict of, of, of morality for me? It is. Girl Scouts I want to support you for what you did to the blonde woman, but those were children. <laughs> yes. They, they, were, they were children? Yes. Yes. Delicious barbecue sauce. I will have to think on this some. In the meantime... Have what's called a Samoa? Isn't that a place? I don't think they call them Samoas anymore. Well, in this timeline, they're fucking Samoas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, to be fair, in this timeline, Samoa doesn't have to exist. They could be something else. (laughs) They are Carcosas. (laughs) Carcosas. They're yellow. Rosie is just lemon. They're like lemon. Rosie's shocked. (laughs) Oh my god, they're lemon bars with little little yellow signs on them. No, no, they don't have little yellow signs on them. No, not intentionally. It's just if you look at them right, you see it. (laughs) No, um. So she she's back to what I was saying earlier. Um, if the secret to time travel is powerful magic, why not just find a competent spellcaster? Because the one we know won't talk to us because he has to talk to us through him, and I pointed Slick. <laughs> have Slick Silver. Kirby's mighty hero. She said competent. <laughs> and I made myself invisible. So Did let me get this straight. Idea? Red Hat traveled back in time to when Slick Silver was a baby and dropped him on his head. And now we have to deal with this. <laughs> well, it's it's a simple question of uh, quantum flux. You know, um, I believe, according to your Earth documentaries, uh, you have a thing called a butterfly effect, which is a terrible analogy. We don't exactly have... Um, Easy ways of explaining that without that 
analogy. Yes. Um, well, <sighs> basically, it works like this. It's an even worse movie. Um, the sequels are worse. The first one was okay. <laughs> now, you don't want to go back and change large events in history. Like, for example, you do not want to push somebody in the way of your President Lincoln being assassinated. That would cause too much... That would cause a drastic change to the timeline. However, if you influence tiny events... But why? If there was a drastic change, what's the difference? Because no one would know. Well, no one would know, but there is there is a quantum damage... Uh, and there are creatures that exist beyond time and space itself uh, that track down anomalies, kind of like your bloodhounds. Oh my god, fucking hounds and tendalos. <laughs> yeah, we fought them. The hounds. We fought them. You encountered Fucking Legolaires? <laughs> yeah. How, how did this happen? We, um, Red Hatter, one of them set a trap for us involving watches. Three of them. Three one of the same set. watches set to three different time periods. Yeah. The exact same model of watch that belonged to a specific person. It was the same watch out of time. Hmm. So one watch from the future, one watch from the past, and one watch from, from the present that all came together. That's a pretty standard flux snare. I, I've no seen I've seen those used. You know, when she explains this, it sounds so much better than what we say it. <laughs> sure. But but to but to change a timeline without the influence of these these time wraiths beings, uh, you would want to influence small, seemingly insignificant events that slowly build. For example, uh, you disrupt a supply chain involved in ink and your novel War and Peace never gets written because there's no ink for the typewriter written and therefore the author cannot start the piece and the inspiration leaves. I get it. You make a what seems like an insignificant Kickstarter do really well, so they're so they buy up all the cardboard, so other RPGs can't print. Something like that, yes. It's oddly specific. Timely, <laughs> yeah. perhaps. But yes, that would be that would be an accurate analogy, Kaze. And Slick says you're not the brains of this operation. What's what Slick says can fill a book, and you wouldn't be printed because there's no cardboard. <laughs> but it would be like a needle in a haystack to uh, try to track down the event that he changed. If he's doing subtle changes to the timeline, the precise event would be difficult to narrow down as it might be as simple as he gave a random person wrong instructions and they met the wrong person and set yeah, off but, a chain that way. But 
apparently he was encountered um, at the tail end of World War II. Doing what? Uh, um, you know, um, Chimera or Slick Silver could better explain that. Say, actually, Chimera, if, if you wouldn't mind him doing it, could show you. Yeah. He was building a device to tear the universe apart and bring things through. So, do you guys remember what else you found at uh, Scooter McGinty's trailer? Uh, wait, wait. Oh, it was a watch, and it was a uh, it was a blueprint for a for a device. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We found something in a truck too, didn't we? Yeah, a bunch of um, well, a truck we Afro-centric, found. Afrocentric, Afrofuturistic literature, apparently. <laughs> big fan. Truck He's all a big we found fan. was her other watch that. If I recall correctly, because that's all we found in the glove box. Nope, you found something else. We found something else. Yep. Brain jogging. Kaze, Gold Guardian, and Slick Silver found, scribbled on the napkins, a drawing of a device. Yeah. Accompanied by a parts list. Uh, Didn't we find the actual schematic or something? In the truck, you found... Plans to rob a Sunsian industry. Oh, yeah. Uh, just as you realize this, uh, Watchdog comes over the intercom. He's like, uh, Gang, you need to see this. Oh, God. Oh, dear. I hustle into the room to see. Um, you hustle into the room. He's pulled it up on the on the big screen monitor. Uh, it's Commissioner O'Shaughnessy on the television giving a press conference. Whoa! The volume is muted. Turn it on. Standing I'll read the closed captioning. Standing next to Commissioner O'Shaughnessy is Julia Sullivan looking dour as usual. Uh, The closed captioning uh, is O'Shaughnessy talking about how the Kirby Police Department has entered into a full partnership with the Department of Parahuman Defense and how Sullivan is being moved from being the Justice Association liaison to being the Kirby Police Department liaison with the Department of Parahuman Defense. Uh, standing in the background is your good friend Heatwave Jackson, also known as the Partisan, in full costume. He's beaming his arrogant smile. Uh, pa- uh, O'Shaughnessy pauses and takes a drink of water. A rather um, large drink of water. Is there anything about her body language that is odd? Sullivan's? Yep. Uh, not really. But uh, What about ahead. O'Shaughnessy? Is he able to hold that glass correctly? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, everybody give me awareness checks. If you're checking body language, uh, yeah. any type of uh, specialty that would, might allow you to do that. 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, All right, well then, I'm maybe my martial with, arts. <laughs> I'm gonna go in with a ten. Okay. Uh, I'm coming in with ten. Uh, okay. Yeah, I got a ten as well. Okay. I Epic rolled a natural word. one, so I don't think I make that. Yeah, one too many martinis. Oh, I'm sorry, not a ten. I'm playing the wrong game. An eight. An eight. Okay. All right. Uh, good enough. You all have uh, dealt with O'Shaughnessy enough to know that he is not right-handed. And that's where we'll cut it. Uh, well, wow. So, with that, fair listeners, we bid you adieu for yet another night. Special thanks to everyone who's listening, including... Uh, Nico's peeps over in uh, Twitchland, and uh, see you next time. And go fuck yourselves. And I promise there will be violence yourself. coming up very soon. Here, I know we haven't had any for a couple of episodes. You go, you go fuck yourself. That's the new sign off. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>